The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Touchdown turnover by Balco at 10 Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong, better rates and better service. It's about creating negative plays. It's about having explosive plays on offense. You want to create negative plays on defense. Georgia's defense is one of the best in the country. Tennessee's defense, not as dominant, but they have been able to create negative plays. Wish we had more of those negative plays last week against Kentucky. At one point, Tennessee led the country in tackles for a loss. That's not the case anymore. Georgia, Ben... One of the best teams in the country at preventing teams from having um, tackles for loss against their offense. When you look at where they rank and what their numbers are, what are they, Ben? Georgia is second in the country at tackles for loss allowed. They've only given up 27 tackles for a loss in nine games this year. That's three a game. There you go, Ben. (laughs) And uh, 93 yards have have been lost off of those tackles for loss, which is second fewest in the country as well. I mean, that's a stat that's like right there with turnover margin, right? Mm -hmm. You want to create mistakes and turnovers, and then you don't want to have them yourself. And tackles for loss, it's a stat that's right there parallel with turnover margin. Georgia's one of the best teams in the country at preventing teams from getting back in their backfield and causing them to have negative plays. Georgia's also one of the best teams at taking the ball away and stopping teams. So three negative plays per game for Georgia. Touchdown turnover. Tennessee creates three or more Tackles for a loss against UGA. Mm. Touchdown or turnover. Do you remember how many tackles for a loss Tennessee had against Kentucky? By chance. Because I, I think they only had three, if if I'm looking at the the stats correctly. Let me check uh, the tape, Ben. Let me check the tape. Tennessee was second in the country going into the game in TFLs. I believe they had 70 going into the game. I got you. Now they're at 73. I got you. Three. Three? Three. The three were three sacks. So no no tackles behind line scrimmage on the run play. or They were all sacks. Three TFLs for 25 yards. Three sacks for 25 yards. Do you kind of look at that as not having a TFL? I mean... No, because sacks are considered TFLs. Yeah. It's just the the reason I ask that is because Tennessee has been one of the best in the country in tackles for loss because they've been able to make some plays in the running game in the backfield. Mm -hmm. And they had zero against Kentucky. And going into that game, you'll remember that I I, I pointed out the – the difference 
in TFLs that Kentucky was allowing and that Tennessee was producing. Uh, Kentucky, just like Georgia is, was one of the best in the country uh, in not allowing tackles for loss. And it's a very similar matchup this week. Kentucky, 14th in the country with tackles for loss allowed with 37. Uh, Georgia, just a a better version of that, obviously, uh, and is second, as I mentioned, with 27. So I'll say turnover because they weren't able to do it against Kentucky. And Georgia's a better version of Kentucky. So just to be simple, I'll say turnover for that reason. Are you calling yourself a simpleton? Yeah, I can be at times. (laughs) We all can be. That's right. You are right about that. Um, so I want I want a little bit more context. Uh, I want a little bit more, which is why I'm looking at the Bama game because you look at the best offensive lines that Tennessee has faced this year. Kentucky will be one. Alabama will be the other as we get ready to play the third against against Georgia. Man, if I was only as good as you at pulling stats in the right place, I'm trying to find the tackles for loss. Um, oh, oh, you know what? No. Tackles for loss in the Alabama game. I'll find it for you. Because I recycle my stat books after the game is over. You're, you're, you're such a kind human. I am green, so I don't have all – my books that are printed out from the post game, uh, the stats from post game from the Bama game. I, I've already recycled it, so uh, I don't have it anymore. I still have the Kentuckys for some reason. Usually, I get rid of it by now, but um, I'll wait until this weekend and really, really get away with get away, uh, get rid of it because today I needed it. So. Tennessee had eight tackles for a loss against Alabama. Kentucky's the, the fewest. On the season, by far. Uh, Ten against Pitt, five against Florida, eight against Missouri, ten (sighs) against South Carolina and Ole Miss, Alabama eight, Kentucky three. Now, I'm not that surprised, and I may change my answer, honestly. Um, I'm I'm not that surprised that Kentucky was the fewest because this may surprise some folks because Alabama and Georgia – is on the schedule, but I, I think Kentucky has the best offensive line that Tennessee's going to face. That that Georgia offensive line is is banged up right now. Jamari Sawyer, their left tackle, starting left tackle, uh, is banged up, did not play against Missouri due to a foot injury. Uh, Kirby Smart seemed pretty positive when asked about him on the SEC teleconference yesterday, so it looks like he, he may play. Uh, again, Jamari Sawyer, Georgia's best offensive lineman and starting left tackle who missed last week against Missouri. But aside from him, this isn't the, the physical Georgia offensive line that, that's been, that, that we've come to know the last couple of, of years. They, they, and I'm not saying that they're bad. They are a really good offensive line. But they, they haven't asserted their dominance at all times. And that's been a voice of frustration for, for Georgia fans this year. So I, I do wonder, although Kentucky 
allowed Tennessee to record its fewest tackles for a loss on the season. Georgia's O-line banged up. They they don't really have a ton of depth. It's, it's kind of they're starting five, and and that's who they're they're rolling with. They're they're real young after they're starting five, and a guy like Tate Ratledge, who Tennessee fans are familiar with, no heard uh, of. He's been lost for the year due to injury that that happened at the beginning of the season. Who Tate Ratledge, whose dad peeled off the power T off the back of his truck hmm. after. He picked Georgia I don't remember over, that. over Tennessee. So this isn't a – again, it's a good Georgia offensive line. I'm not trying to say that it's not, but they're not going to overpower opponents. Maybe they do against Tennessee. Hard to believe that <laughs> that it, it wouldn't after watching Kentucky against Tennessee. But that, that Kentucky offensive line – actually maybe better than, than the Georgia offensive line right now. Are you changing your answer, your touchdown turnover answer? Yeah, I will. I think Tennessee gets at least three. Touchdown, Ben McKee. Well, I'm, I was going touchdown too, man. And the reason why, I was going home. You're at home. You're at home. The crowd's loud. I think for guys like Tyler Barron and Byron Young and players off the edge defensively, Can we get a jump? Defensive line can get a jump. When you are playing on the road and so loud, and I will reference Darnell Wright's comments from Tennessee Prime, the difference between being at home and away. and Man, like what you think you heard was a clap, baby, is not a clap. And the difficulties that come with the timing of the snap count on the row, I think it affects Georgia. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be the reason why Tennessee wins the game. It may, but I'm not going to say it because I don't think it will be. But in terms of this question, I think we can at least get one a quarter. <laughs> I'm talking one a quarter here for it to be you know, more than three. So I'm going touchdown. I'm going touchdown. Tennessee will have – more than three TFLs against against Georgia on Saturday. 865-255-03. I don't feel like three is a lot either. I don't, I don't feel like no, three, three TFLs be. is a lot at it all. It should be. It should be. Especially for a defense that its strength this year has been getting TFLs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it should be. It should be. It should be easy. And, and, and they're honestly going to have more opportunities dual. for TFLs and aside from, from the sacks uh, because if, it felt like when Kentucky wasn't running the football, they were, in terms of the passing game, they were just trying to do little quick hitters to the perimeter, trying to get the ball out very quickly. And, yes, they, they had their fair share of carries, but towards the end of the game, they, they really started throwing that, that pigskin around. They, they threw it a ton there uh, towards the end of the game. And Georgia's a, a team that's, that's going to try to run it down Tennessee's throat and then take their shot when they can. So there, there's going to be more opportunities for TFLs in the running game, in my opinion. John K says, sounds like Georgia could use K Mays. Yes, <laughs> yes, they could. Yeah, do y'all know how hard it was not to ask K Mays? 
about how weird it is playing against Georgia. Like I was like I was towards the end I was gonna ask him because I think enough enough time has passed where like K knows how to answer those yeah, things. Yeah, he, he's good. Like the first time he played Georgia, maybe it's still fresh, it's raw, but like this time, I mean, come on, man, K. He's a he's a damn professional at this point. So he would have answered it. I just I just didn't. But I wanted to ask him like, man, ain't that weird playing against everybody that you all these dudes that you know? Because he had mentioned that he knows a lot of the guys um that are playing now. But I will ask him Tuesday after the game. You think he's uh, been praying over Brother Cooper this week as six foot six, three hundred and forty pound Jordan Davis? Prepares to line up on top of him, and and don't don't allow Jordan Davis's stats to to form your opinion. Because I think I think he only has like two tackles for a loss on the season, and or maybe it's like two sacks and three tackles for a loss. Don't let the stats fool you. His, his job is to take up blockers and push the pocket, and he does it better than anybody. In the country, he is the reason the Georgia defense is so successful because he takes up so many blocks. He he pushes the pocket, pushes the line of scrimmage in the running game, and allows those backers to come free and make plays. Whoo, golfer four five forces. Thank you for the end of the segment. We're talking about the whole deal with Adam Anderson, AJ Johnson. Um, you know, comparing Adam Anderson's situation to AJ Johnson, uh, AJ was was accused of, of um, rape and didn't finish his career at Tennessee. He was found innocent. Now he's you know playing in the NFL, and so we had a conversation about do you play a guy that's being accused? And some of the stuff here on text box, um, folks said you know depends on the nature of the accusation. Um, some folks was like, "Hey, I guess Harpo tried to compare it to us. If you know, if we were accused of something, should we be allowed to do the show? I don't see how that's the same." But um, TC from Virginia says, "Depending on the crime, crime of violence versus crime against property or drugs, the latter two probably allowed more discretion." Um, but anyways, golfer four five four wanted to thank us. Because his 13-year-old son needed to hear uh, that advice about being careful about who you hang out with. And it only takes one bad decision. Um, on Tennessee Prime, Austin asked the, the guys, what's one thing that their parents told them that they still remember to this day? And then he shared his. And no one asked me, but whatever. Um, but I was thinking about mine. And I remember like my uncle telling me, you get arrested, I'm not bailing you out. That's one thing. I'll never forget that. Um, second thing, and there's many, many things, right? We 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 remember so many things from our parents and grandparents, and we can write a whole book. But another thing was, like, if you don't get in trouble, get in trouble by yourself. Don't be with someone and and get in trouble just because you were there at the wrong place at the wrong time. Be a better judge of character and the people you hang around. Don't just get caught up in the mix. He was like, man, if I want to get in trouble, I don't need somebody else to get me in trouble. 
I'll get in trouble myself. And he would always have like the, the, the funniest way of putting things. I was like, you know what? That's a good way to put it. You know what, Uncle? I'm going to get in trouble myself then. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Sorry. You mean be careful who I hang out with. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. 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 So I think about, I think about that, man, because you got to be careful about who you put yourself around. Make sure you have someone that has your best interest in mind because things can turn. Back, quick, fast, in a hurry. Volstorm says, has Justin Fields entered the transfer portal yet? No, not yet. Not yet. He got about three or four more years on his rookie deal. So he may enter it after that. <laughs> Janelle says, um, the grandson who plays soccer, getting one of Hendon Hooker's books for Christmas. Vol Fall says, the Lions just picked up my Titans reject bum receiver, Josh Richardson. You meant Josh Reynolds. Yeah. They ain't winning a single, single game. Josh Reynolds was good, man. I remember when he was with the Rams. and Was good. Yeah, he was good. But this just didn't work out with the Titans. And maybe the Lions can use him. And maybe he has a, um, you know, a, a Rams type of um, – you know, rest of his career with the with the Lions. We'll see. Here's here's what I know. When I went to the Titans Chiefs game a couple of weeks ago to to go watch my guy Kari play. Kari hooked me up with some tickets, so I was in the the family friends section behind the Titans bench, and where my tickets were located were right behind the Josh Reynolds section. And you want to talk about an annoying bunch of people. I have never been to a game and sat around people as annoying as this bunch. It's like his entire crew decided to come to this one game, and it happened to be one of the few games he actually dressed out for. He had like six friends who were acting as if, Ryan Tannehill was an idiot for not throwing him the ball every single time he was in. He was open, wide open. Can you not see him, Tannehill? It was it was that. They were intoxicated. They were drinking the whole time, which nothing wrong with that. But but when the when you mix in some some passion with some drinks, it it, it brings up standing up the entire time. Which I didn't have a problem with. I'm, I'm not one of those people who tells people to sit down during the game. But when it, when it's just 24-7, during timeouts and during halftime, and when, when they're not doing anything, they're not standing up and cheering. They're just standing up and taking selfies on, on Snapchat and on Instagram and on their phones. They're, just, they're not into the game. They're just socializing. Whew, what, what an annoying bunch of people and then and then you had like a like a, somebody who looked like an uncle who was being extra too and an auntie that was being that extra too it, it looked like yeah some females that were being extra Whew. so i hope Minka fitzpatrick comes over the middle of the field this weekend and lays out josh reynolds like he was laying out some chicago bears watch it 
on Monday Night I ain't Football. Do nothing, I ain't do nothing to you, Ben. Don't start nothing. It won't be nothing. Don't start nothing. It won't be nothing. Speaking of that, my man Rodney, I thought about you, Rodney. Um, one of our family friends just had a baby, so I smoked the brisket last night and sent it um, with my wife to give to the family. Uh, so I thought about you, Rodney. Rodney, have you, st- have you ate that brisket yet, man? Have you ate all that brisket yet, Rodney? I heard it didn't last very long. No, it it wasn't that many of it. It was a it was a huge brisket. It was a fifteen pounder. Um, it was just a few of them, so he couldn't finish it all that one day. So I had to save it. So I wonder if they still if they still have it. Anyways, uh, Green Axe says the talk about getting a jump off the defensive line reminds me of a question. Has anyone asked what? Tennessee defensive line was doing with alignment on Saturday. Looked like they lined up off sides every time. Man, they was they was they was up. I did not notice them being off sides. I, I did not notice them being off sides, um, really, but I just I just know that they they want to get as close as possible to that line of scrimmage, to that line without being off sides. You want to give yourself every chance to get to the quarterback and you dang sure don't want to be like 2017 defensive line against Georgia Tech. Well, he lined up on the first down marker. <laughs> he lined up at 10 yards. <laughs> Alba Hainsworth was like, what? What in the what is this? What? <laughs> Hainsworth was about to lose it. <laughs> oh, man. Was hey, that Brady Hoke's defensive line? That was Brady Hoke's defensive line. That's, that's probably why, even though I know that none of them played on that line, maybe Jaquan Blakely, maybe Matthew Butler. Uh, that that's why some of them have trust issues. Uh, I guess. As Rodney Carter said. I guess so. A six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Be right back. While the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from seven till ten, right here. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Fellas. 
When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Com. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. You don't have to take an L just because you can't listen to the Swain event live. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Swain event fueled by Dead and Barbecue. Rodney says that's the biggest damn brisket in the world. Swain in the world. I took it down last Wednesday, so he got he got rid of it last Wednesday. Josh Heupel said that folks need to start getting ready at nine o'clock on Saturday morning. What does he mean by get ready? Get ready. He said, we need the crowd. I don't have any more tequila, Ben. Home field advantage has to be real. Show up at 9 o'clock and get started. Get ready to go. Did he say anything about bringing mustard? 
<laughs> Mustard will get through metal detectors. Hey, it's not metal. That's in my check. There's also a guy on Vault Calls last night that thanked Josh Heupel because the guy has not had to replace his TV or any drywall this year. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I'd just like to thank you. I haven't had to buy a new TV or replace any drywall this year. Hey, you know how you know how I feel about that. Something is wrong with you if you're damaging your own stuff over watching a football game. I've never thrown a remote. And, like, the, the one that I don't get is, like, video games. Like, everybody throws their controller. I've never thrown my controller. Like, don't, why you let yourself get that mad to where you damage your own stuff and then you have to turn around and replace it? I've never understood that. I just yell at the TV. That's what I do. What the are you doing? No. Why'd you turn the TV off? And go do yard work. But to damage your own stuff? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let's go to the phones. 865-255-03. Let's go to Rusty, who is calling from somewhere on the left of America. Rusty, good morning. What up? It's early, Rusty. Are you are you calling in at 535 a.m.? It is, man. I've, I've been on the road since for specific standard time. For what? He had to come get some stuff from I, uh, East Tennessee, and then he's been driving all week back out there. Right. How many hours? You, I left, have, uh, have, you, have you met your goal of 10 hours a day? Right at it. Uh, today I'm only driving, like, I'll, I'll be I'll be at the crib um, by, like, 10 a.m. Hmm. But, so like, uh, so like our, our place is uh, in a location – where it's got, with, a, with a big trailer, a big U-Haul trailer with all our, like, a ton of stuff in it. The street sweepers finish at, like, 10 a.m. Like, everybody has to be off the streets, right? And I need to park the U-Haul trailer on the street. So, like, the, there won't be any cars parked at 10 a.m. So, I'm trying to slide in right at 10 a.m. when street sweepers finish. That way, I can take a spot right in front of our condo and unpack without having to, like, carry stuff parked. So that's why I got up so early this morning and drove. I was in Laughlin, Nevada, right, you know, right around, you know, just, just south of Vegas. And now I'm, I'm, I'm on the last short little leg. Where? It's been a good week. What now? Where are you Where right, am I now? right now? I'm almost a bar stow. You want to hear a fun fact? Love it. I don't. Yeah, you do. Fort Irwin is located 30 minutes from Barstow. And I lived there nice. for two years. Nice. I will blow the horn. I, I haven't been. I haven't been back since two thousand and three. You know what, Ben? I'm glad you said that, man. I, I, I didn't want to know at first. Now I'm glad I, you told me. Barso, you ever been to Cali, Swain? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been to Cali a couple times. I'm sure you played in Cali a couple times, right? No, I never played in Cali. No, we played Cal here in '06. Uh, you know, I'm, I ain't playing that team. They got smacked around by Deshaun Jackson. After, you know, the last <laughs> the year after that. Um, why did we punt to it? Why did we punt to it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why we did that. We're not that. bringing up old stuff like that, Rusty. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm still mad we punted to Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what we was thinking. But yeah, I've been to Cali a couple times. I like oh. to live out there. 
That's not why you call Rusty. Why? Why? No. Nah. What's on your mind today? Don't let Ben distract oh, you. He wants nah, to be distracted. No, it's all good. Ain't no, ain't no big deal. Um, I, I got, I got time to be distracted right now. <laughs> uh, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> all bull. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing going. Ain't nothing going on for about forty-eight hours. This whole show is a distraction. That is true. That is That's true. That's what it's supposed to be, it's, right? Exactly. It's, 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 I'm proud of break that. The monot- break the monotony of all the bullcrap that life throws at us and enjoy some stuff with the Swain event. That's what it's supposed to be about. Hey, so I don't. Um, You're gonna get people. Going I don't know what the right answer is on what you guys were talking about earlier with the linebacker from Georgia and with with AJ back in the day. I don't know. I mean, we're in, we we live in a innocent till proven guilty society. On one hand, and the other hand, it's a privilege to play. So it's—I don't know if there is a right or wrong answer. I, I don't know that. I think what happened to AJ was really, really wrong, and really, really unfair to him. What he had to go through, and not just the having to go through the court case and prove his innocence and all that stuff, but losing his college life for something he didn't do wrong—that—that—that's a shame. I'm not saying there's bad people out there. There's bad people out there. But I'm not saying there's bad people at whatever. But what's to stop one school who's about to play another school in a few weeks from having some females claim some trumped-up charges to get guys get a guy suspended? Listen, we've, we've seen um... – We've seen fake accusations. We've we've seen it before. We've also seen um, the true ones. You know, we've seen oh, the right, 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 right. Yeah, we've seen the we've seen the Vanderbilt case. Um, oh God! Yeah, and then we you know we've seen the Duke lacrosse. Like we've seen all different you know outcomes and scenarios. I think for us, the best thing to do is kind of wait to see what happens here with with Adam Anderson. And every situation is different. But yeah, you you are supposed to be innocent to proven guilty. But I just think. If you are a institution and you are accused of something and you are arrested and how, like what kind of message does that send to the rest of your students that uh, this player is continuing to play? I just think it's just safer to not let that player play um, and him be found innocent than letting a player play and then him fa- be found guilty. I think, on one hand, people look at it as, you know, you're innocent to prove guilty, and you know you just, you know, you're not, you're not guilty, so it shouldn't matter. But on the other hand, and this is what we were told, you do control the situation that you put yourself in. Like whether you were innocent or guilty, the NFL, oh, there's a code right. of contact, conduct, and you know the situation that you should be in and that you should not be in. So, like, if let's for, take, for example, if you are out late at 2.30 in the morning and you got practice at 8.30 in the morning and something pops off, but you necessarily wasn't, air quotes, guilty, you still shouldn't have been out at 2.30 in the morning. Like, so you still yeah. have to be very, very careful about the situations that you put yourself in. Um, and if you are, maybe you avoid – more of those bad, bad, bad uh, scenarios. So, without, um, without a doubt, yeah. yeah, you 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 can't control where where you spend your time and who you spend your time with. I get that. I'm just 
I'm wondering what, you know, 10 days ago, some Tennessee fan, young lady who wanted to see Georgia lose, just, you know, go introduce herself to number 99 for Georgia. Nothing happened, but she claims something happened. She, you know, and just to have him suspended from the ball game with, with nothing, with nothing happened, but he gets charged for a crime and then it's suspending. He, he, he hasn't been proven guilty. So, I mean, well, if he was, if he, was, if he was guilty, if he was guilty, he would go to jail. But when you play, when but you, I'm saying in the early stages of when it's just a charge and he hasn't been proven guilty, and it's just an accusation at that point, and we're suspended on accusation. That's a little bit. Hey, man, that's part of it. it, it, it it's, a, it's a gray area. It's, but part, if, it's, if, it's if you're, part of it. If you're a female and you know you're doing this on purpose so Tennessee can have an advantage because Jordan Davis isn't playing, why would you do that when you know all that's going to happen after the football game is you're going to get sued out the, out the you-know-what? Yes. Yeah, this, this it ain't, that, ain't, that, that's the, that, ain't worth that, that's it at all. That, that's the thing. The, the, the young lady in the A.J. Johnson, she should have been charged with a crime. Well, just because he was found you know, not guilty doesn't mean that she tried to – that she just deliberately lied. Maybe she thought that that's what happened. Okay. I, I, I was under the impression in that that it was pretty – text messages kind of showed that it was a setup. Well, I mean, just every they, every situation they, is so is so different and, and delicate, and um, it is, yeah. It is. And I There's, do remember the, the, the cell phone the innocent, thing. The, the innocent, the proven guilty thing, it, and, and or it's a privilege to play ball. So you got to you got to be on your feet and cues no matter what. All those things are. It, it's a fine line, it's a gray area, and and it's a shame we live in a world where where. Guys do bad things to, to women, and it's a, it's a shame we're some that we live in a world where women do bad things to guys for for whatever reason. Too. Correct. It, it, it'd be much better if, if it was if it was a utopian society, <laughs> but that's not what we're in. Yep. No. And as, as Morgan points out, a charge is much more than an accusation. Yeah, Adam, Adam Anderson is being charged. Charged. Yeah, and not so accused. In this in this case. He should Not be, simply accused, I should say. Yeah, in this case, he should be sitting out. Like, there's when you when you play this game at this at this level, being charged, you you can't continue to play. No, you just can't continue to play for being for being for putting yourself in a situation you can't play. Now, in the courts, yes, you are innocent until proven guilty, but that don't mean you deserve to continue to play after being charged with a heinous crime. It doesn't work that way. And, and when you're charged, there's evidence. Yeah, so... Rough, I, I, rough there, for, rough, rough there for, for Georgia, and um, the, the worst is for that, for that young lady and that family. Um, it's, that's tough. All right, let's go back to the phones. Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, individuals. Good morning, Turkey Man. Hey, uh, he's talking about coming through from uh, Nevada. Uh, only pretty place I ever seen up there in California was there, uh, Donner's Pass, and in a little town called Truckee. Uh, I went over to see my son, uh, my brother-in-law, my wife, and family went, and they went nothing in California but that. And I had them take me up there, and drop me off, and I spent a spent a day fishing 
a creek up there, and it was beautiful. It is around here, there. Did you anything? Not, no, 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 didn't do no good. It was uh, just uh, good to be out, but uh, it was fun to go. But uh, anyhow, uh, what you was talking about there, I I, I think there's certain things you that's uh, at a level you have to you have to tread on caution. But my bet peeve is this: uh, in uh, giving up on players uh, to the extent that uh, uh, they uh, transfer somewhere else, and I was wondering. I was thinking of, of uh, Juwan Jennings' situation. If the transport portals had been there at that time, I wonder whether or not we would have got to see that last, that last year or so of him. And uh, well, I you, think it's a... You mean when he got uh, kicked off by, by yeah, Brady Hope? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I, I see so many... I'm not talking about... I'm not... That where you guys are talking about Needs to be worked out on court. Just yeah, I, I know you're talking about something different. You're talking about okay. transfer portal. Sure you understood. Yeah. No, I get yeah. it. We're totally changing gears here. It has nothing to do with what the okay. previous caller was talking yeah. about. No, no, I, I understand. Yeah, we're, we're in a different yard. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just saying that it's so easy for, I mean, everybody worked with him, and he did a lot of work to be here. And, and I see that happening so many times, apparently, with Saban second chance, third chances. But I think it's important that we make an effort to try to to uh, keep – it's too easy to say you're off the team. Go somewhere else. Well, Jawan should have been kicked off the team in, in that moment. Like, what he did – like, y'all, we, I love me some Jawan Jennings. I love how he plays, but – Y'all, like, you can't do what Jawan did. Now, we understand why he was so frustrated, and it worked out perfectly. The coach got fired, and, like, Jawan was a guy that, you know, was 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 able to do what he wanted to do under Bush Jones. And Brady was an interim. And Brady was like, no, nah, man. I, I'm not going to allow that. And most coaches wouldn't allow that. And then Brady kicked him off. And then Jawan said what he said publicly, which was wrong. It worked out that he was given a second chance and he made the best of it. So no one messed up. Well, Jawan did mess up. But I don't think Brady messed up. But it worked out. Jawan's passionate. He was upset. And he should have been. He had the right to be upset. But at the same time, he didn't handle himself the right way. But it worked out. I think it's easy for us to go back and go, you know, hindsight and say what happened to a Juwan shouldn't have happened. No, he he, he earned that. <laughs> you agree or disagree, Ben? No comment. Okay. I just, just want to make, make sure you was over there quiet. I know people love Juwan, but I love Juwan too. But I'm going to keep it real. His words were 100% right, though. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, like, if, if if a player on this football team carried on like Juwan, they would not be on this football team. 
if a player in that defensive line room carried on like Juwan, Rodney would have had them they butt off of here, all right? So Rodney, I'm just, I'm Rodney just, did have somebody's I, butt out of here. I know. I'm just I'm just carrying on. Like folks need to need to, they just need to hear the truth here. Just kind of think about this and 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 just understand that Juwan made the best of his 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 second chance. It was a perfect match with Coach Pruitt, with Coach Former. The best scenario played out. He helped the football team. He got himself drafted, and he is now in the NFL. Let's go back to the phones. Fallstorm says Jawan did nothing wrong. Okay, cool, whatever. Uh, we've got Brian from Macon. Brian, good morning. Hey guys, what's Appreciate up, Brian? You taking my call. Hey, thank you for calling. Yeah, so uh, I'm a huge dogs fan. Uh, just ran across you guys' show on the on the internet here. And, okay, uh, figured cool. Figured I'd give you a call. Yeah. Um, so uh, I know you guys are talking about Adam Anderson and uh, just a completely disappointing situation with this young man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about how many years he's put in with the team, uh, sit the bench, uh, you know, to come in and have a breakout season that he's having this year, and to uh, to to make that one bad mistake. Um, and, and, and from my understanding, that's basically what it is, is. He was at a party with this young lady. Both had too much to drink. And, uh, you know, one thing leads, leads to another. And uh, here he is putting himself in this position. Now, Jason, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. Is You've got to be careful of the position that you put yourself in. Um, you're in the limelight. And uh, 24-7. You're in the limelight if you're on the Tennessee team or you're on the Georgia team. Uh, you, you cannot put yourself in that position. My, and, Jason, I think you were talking about this a little earlier, about the lessons that you've been taught as you're, as a young man. One that my, my father always told me is nothing nothing good happens after midnight. Mm. So don't be out after midnight, right? Yeah. So uh, it's it's a, it's definitely a, uh, a sad situation for this guy. I mean, he's looking to be a, you know, a high draft pick for the NFL and, you know, may have ruined his career. Um, but I disagree with your earlier caller. He says you're innocent until proven guilty. Not in this society, my friend. You are guilty until proven innocent. And I think that uh, has played out uh, throughout this, this period of COVID uh, where everybody is guilty until proven innocent. And uh, it really is a shame because the young man, you know, may may end up, it, we may end up determining that this was a consensual situation and like uh, Ben was saying, uh, you know, this person, this lady may have a vendetta. Well, it could be, be against the team. It could be could be just a, against Adam. Um, but uh, hopefully uh, it will resolve itself. But, I mean, to, to answer your question, no, he can't play on the team. Um, you can't have him, in, in, you know, in the locker room. He, he has to be suspended. Uh, you know, just like you said, you, you put yourself out there. You've got to make the right decisions. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You cannot put yourself in a bad position where you're going to set yourself up for failure. Uh, you work too many years to put yourself in the position that you're in. You can't make those those silly mistakes. 100%, I 100% agree with you. And this is, this is why coaches tell the players, like, hey, man, get, your, get yourself a girlfriend. Get you That's someone right. that you that, – you know, and listen, you don't have to have a girlfriend, but get you someone that knows you, you know them. It, you don't have to put a label on it, 
but the worst thing that you can possibly do where it may, you know, be fun on the outside, but it's not fun, you know, putting yourself in that position with someone that you don't know because they don't know you, you don't know them, and they could think that you were trying to do something that you really wasn't trying to do. But if y'all have a real relationship, then you don't have that misunderstanding um, most, right. most of the time. And so that's why, man, coaches are now encouraging guys, to, hey, man, don't don't put yourself in those positions, those one-night stands and those, you know, right. you know situations where you got, you know, Multiple people in the room, and mm-mm. no, no, that yep. is that is not what you want because stuff like this can come from it. So you you're right, Brian. Right. Man, I you know I'm not on any side. I'm on the side of justice and truth. And um, sure. I was same Absolutely. way with AJ Johnson. And I said, listen, if he's if he's wrong, he got to go. And if he's not, right. then you know, I hope that he's able to you know salvage some of his football career. And you know if if if. Uh, the girl is is blatantly trying to lie, and uh, she knew that going into the whole situation. Uh, then you know she need to be held accountable. But I've just learned, Brian, man, that we just wait and kind of see what happens, and not not jump to judgment. Oh, I agree. Hey, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit, not to change the subject, but mm-hmm. I, want, I know you guys oh, were talking a little bit about subject. Jordan Davis, and uh, we as Georgia fans love Jordan Davis. Uh, just a, a good old mama's boy. Uh, big old teddy bear, uh, but uh, this this is a, a real man. Let me tell you, if you if you ever get an opportunity to stand up next next to this guy, no thank you. You're gonna realize. <laughs> no thank you. I'm, I don't want to. You're good. Yes, sir. Six seven, two hundred thirty pounds. This joker, he is. Uh, he was clocked on the uh, GPS running twenty miles an hour. And uh, if you if you got a chance to go back and look at the highlights from that UAB game that we played, what? Uh, that was a running quarterback, and he come off the line and 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 chased that quarterback down on the edge and uh, and and beat him on the edge to keep him from going to the edge and tackled him. Uh, you just don't see that out of defensive linemen these days. And so he is a real man, but. Hey, thanks so much for having me on the call. Hey, look, look hey Brian, to how the are uh, this weekend. Georgia fans feeling about this game this weekend? Uh, we're confident. You should 99.9%. Be. You should be. 99.9%. You should be. You should be, Brian. Yeah. You know what, Brian? You a good you a good dog fan, man. You didn't even bark, man. You a good <laughs> you a good dogs fan, man. They do make hey, it. You know, a good one. Listen, guys, we have <laughs> gone through so many years of disappointment. We are only looking forward to the next game. We're right now. We're nine and zero. We're looking at ten and zero. That's all we're looking at um, because we know that disappointment is a week away, and uh, it's it's and, and we just got to win the next game and uh, just keep moving on. I, I'm I'm happy for you guys because uh, I'm an SEC fan as it, as well. And uh, when we look like idiots in <laughs> in the SEC. It doesn't bode well for the rest of the rest of the conference. So uh, Tennessee has had its moments of uh, of trash cans and and uh, dumpster fires and everything else. But I, I'm happy to see you guys moving in the right direction. And uh, I think that Josh Heifel is going to turn that program around for you guys. Well, thank you, man. Thank you, Brian. I, that was that was good stuff, man. I, I'm a little uncomfortable to be honest, man. I'm not used to being nice to a Georgia fan, uh, but you certainly. Uh, deserve it, man, because that was a, that was a good one. That was a good, 
You don't like it. You don't like how nice he is, Ben? Uh, <laughs> He's I, nice. I, li- I, liked, I liked Brian's phone call until he brought up the trash cans and <laughs> he was, dumpster fires. He was right, you, man. You, you didn't have to, to bring that up, Brian. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> he was right. 865-255-03. Uh, good stuff from Brian from Macon, Georgia fan. Hmm, I learned something today. Georgia fans, they, they talk. They just don't bar and they talk, man. How about that? Uh, Vaughn Birmingham says he was a good caller until he said he was an SEC fan. F the SEC! <laughs> Vaughn Birmingham. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Brad, Brad don't care about Georgia fan being nice. He said, I'm really sitting here listening to a Georgia fan talk about disappointment. Get him out of here. He's not wrong, though. They haven't won a championship in what forty one years. Their disappointment is different than ours, right? Because ours is not, you know, not getting to a ball game. Well, uh, theirs is much longer. Different coaches. No, but like their disappointment is not getting over the hump, like basically out recruiting everybody and not doing anything with it. So yeah, they like they're disappointed. It's just a different level of disappointment. Ours is, hey man, we just hired this defensive coordinator that won multiple championships and we hired him. And now he can't coach at Tennessee. <laughs> like that's our problems. Wait a minute. We're we get caught cheating like everybody else get caught cheating, and our players can't even produce any wins. <laughs> like how are we out here cheating like this team, and we can't even win more than three games. Like that's our disappointment. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Fallstorm says, Swain says, I'm not used to talking to Georgia fans. Then DJ Shockley enters the chat. I don't see DJ Shockley as a Georgia fan like Brian. I see him as a former player. That's my buddy. Zell says, disappointment is three days away from Brian from Georgia. Ooh, I see you, Zell. Talk that talk. Talk that talk, Zell. I love y'all on text box, man. I love y'all. Ken says, stop it. Jordan Davis ain't running no damn 20 miles per hour. <laughs> but, hey, when he said that, my, my eyebrows hit the top of my head. Like, what? Wait. That size? 20 miles per hour? And he meant to say 330, not 230. Yeah, he's definitely 330. Yeah, you know, 230. He, you know what? I don't like liking opposing players. Like, I don't want to like anyone from any other team. But I like Jordan Davis because I did watch him at SEC Media Days. He did a great job of carrying himself. Um, he's easy to like. He really is. Yep, and I hate it. I, yeah, I, I know, man. I need more Drake or Patrick's on the Alabamas and, and you, Georgia's. You want you want some knuckleheads to, yeah. to dislike. Like, I, I like Bryce Young. He's such a good dude. I like Tua. I know. He's such a good kid. Dang it. Dang it. Be a turd like Marshall Henderson and Ole Miss. That makes it easy. Be a turd. Swain event. Be right back. Coming up on the Swain event. Out of town law firms have been.